What up, everybody? This is Ray Dangs, a.k.a. The Culture Referee. You already knew that, but what you didn't know about Abet is a new distribution company called Two Loss Distribution. They're the most technologically advanced distributor in the world. They distribute your music to more stores than any distributor out there, and they only charge you $3 a month. Yep, $3 a month. And they don't charge you any money to collect your royalties, so you get 100% of your royalties. Y'all know how some of them distribution companies be asking for, you know, it's distribute with us, but they take 20%. These guys don't take any of that. They charge $3 a month to distribute all your music. And if you use the code GODS, which is on being the bottom of the screen, when you add your discount code, you get three months free. So if you're looking for distribution, you need distribution, you're looking for the best distribution company to work with, Two Loss is the fastest growing distribution company out there. Mess with them. Tell them Ray sent you. You gonna get some money off. What's good, everybody? This is Ray Daniels, a.k.a. The Culture Referee. It's your boy Juju. Man, you supposed to be cousin Juju. It's your Not, cousin oh, Juju. Oh, you only boy Juju on the spotlight? But Okay, I'm just, <laughs> maybe I'm learning. I tell everybody call you Cousin Juju. And this is the artist spotlight. Let's give it up, guys. Let's give it up. 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 And today we have my brother who became my brother instantly. It was weird. We became brothers instantly. But I used to watch this brother when he was put on a wire, which is probably the best black TV show ever made of all time, in my opinion. Dramatic, at least. Would you agree with that? Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. Sure. So I want everybody to give it up for my brother, who is also an artist. By the way, Juju know you from the wire. He was like, yo, what? he's a rapper? I'm like, this nigga rap. He's like, man, can I, can I tell him the truth? I'm like, I will hope so. We're going to be on the show together. But let's give it up for my brother, Trey Chaney. Thank y'all, man. So, oh, artists that you want that think needs this information, share with them. Come on, this is stuff that costs nothing. That's how we're able to keep providing you guys this amazing content. And shout out to our sponsors, Two Loss Distribution. If you're an artist watching this and you're putting your music out, you should sign up with Two Loss. It should be a sign in the back. And if you use Gods as your code, you get three months for free. But they don't charge you for anything except for up month, three month fee. And after that, you keep all your royalties. So. And most distributors don't do that. And shout out to Yoko Vaca. Now let's get into the show. So I got my brother here. So I have to ask you a question. Can I start first, Juju? Absolutely. Why the hell do you want to rap? <laughs> you are you are a successful actor. Yeah. Can you run down all the things you've been on so people because because I know you on Saints and Sinners, but I want you to run down for people watching. All right, for the people that's watching, of course, Ray Daniels and Juju. Y'all know me as. Poop, Poop from the, the HBO series The Wire. Boop, 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 boop. The Wire. You got the hoodie right here. Yep. Then y'all know me as the character Kent on the Emmy-nominated limited series Swarm. Yep. It's brought to you by Donald Glover's on Amazon Prime. Oh, I fuck with that. Um, HBO's We Own This City. I yes. play police officer Gordon Hawk. Yep. That's the same creators of The Wire. Yep, I know that. Okay? And then you got Saints and Sinners. Of course, I played Kendrick for six seasons mm -hmm. on Saints and Sinners, Bounce TV, Hulu. Um, the Keisha Cole biopic. You know what I'm saying? I play, I play Andre Lee. I play A&R. <laughs> so I play A&R in the Keisha Cole <laughs> biopic, which is on Lifetime. Yep. And uh, those are some of the things that y'all know me for as far as acting. But you just asked me. You said. I, I, I'm trying to. Like, no, I did, think me and Juju okay. look at ourselves like we're in the hell called the music business. Yeah. Right, Juju? Am I correct? Like it's yeah. hard. Oh, it's for sure. very low vibrational. Yeah. You got to remember. Hollywood is ran by educated people. 
So okay. the people that run Hollywood, like you just can't wake up and be like, I'm the director in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. In the music business, you could wake up and say, I'm a drug dealer, but I want to be a CEO of music, and all of a sudden you're in the game. Yeah. But Hollywood me, ain't letting niggas in. Let me give you the let me give you the full backstory. Okay. Before you knew me as Poot from the Wire, at eight years old, from age eight years old to twenty, mm-hmm. I started off as a hip hop artist. I was open enough for Big Daddy Kane. Rock Kim, Slick Rick, who's still my OGs to this day. Yep. These guys have known me since I was eight years old. So music was what I started off doing, and that's how I was getting recognition in my city. But you got is, rescued. No, listen, but wait. Wait, hold up. I was getting recognition in my city in Washington, D.C. I'm yep. from Fullsville, Maryland, representing Washington, D.C. So here's how I did get rescued, though. Because at Lincoln Theater, the legendary Lincoln Theater, that venue in D.C., okay. right next to Ben Shilly Bow. I'm okay. up there rapping, doing my records. My DJ is up there. A lady by the name of Linda Townsend, she looked at me on stage and she said, the way you just remembered those songs and your showmanship, I really feel you could be an actor. Wow. That's what she said. Her name is Linda Townsend. How are you? I was 19... 20 years old. I was 19 years old. So you was 19 years old rapping, rapping. and then the wire came. So I'm 19. She said, okay. she said, have you, do you have any acting experience? I said, well, I just graduated high school. I, I took drama <laughs> class. I said, I took drama class in high school. She said, oh, okay. So I need a headshot, a professional headshot and resume. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all right. Um, well, my resume is only going to consist of all of the shows that I've done opening up for these legends yes. in hip hop because yeah. I'm a hip hop artist. Yeah. But I do want to get into the television film industry as an actor. Yes. That's something that I would like it was to in pursue. The back of your head. Yes. It was always in the back of my head. And like, like I said, I took drama in high school, but a whole yeah. bunch of women was in, in the drama class. Yeah. So I, I went for all the yeah. wrong and right reasons. Yes. You know what I'm saying? But I did learn a lot. So um, hold on. Tell us something you learned in drama class. What did I learn in drama? Tell me the biggest lesson you learned from being in high school drama class. The the biggest lesson that I learned is preparation on lines. Having them lines memorized. I'm talking about, and having other actors' lines memorized as well. Mm. Just in case they fumble or mess up, I'm on point with, you you know. It's like dancing. I'm going to make sure you keep up. Facts. Got you. Yeah, so that was one of the biggest, you know, lessons that I definitely learned. But Linda Townsend, back to her, she said, okay, I'm going to get your head shot. I'm going to get your resume. And the first job she submitted me for was the HBO series The Wire. Crazy. Okay, Trey. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> so I think we're going back full circle again. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you went to The Wire, a classic. A bonus classic. Fucking classic. Okay, but hold, And you didn't die. No, I did not. And, 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 Michael and, B. Jordan character yeah. got killed first season, and I killed him. Yeah, yes, you did. I killed that was like, he was snitching. I killed Michael B. Jordan. You the first character. nigga killed Michael B. Jordan. Let's go. <laughs> no, and shout out to Michael B. Did. Jordan. That's my nigga. Yeah, that's like, my nigga. I'm so, but, but we say that to say, okay, now fast forward. You just had a. They just had a twenty year like twenty year reunion of the wire like yeah. twenty announcement of like <laughs> I didn't even realize like when I seen it, I was like damn twenty years since yeah. the wire like it's crazy right but now to be like okay I want to go back to, into the hip hop space why yeah. well see this is what y'all don't understand like I'm I've always been pursuing music so it's not like I'm going back into the hip hop space even. Like, once people start to recognize me from the shows that I'm on or the f- films that I'm on, I've still been consistent in dropping records and uh-huh. dropping videos and getting 
my stuff nationally seen and still opening up for these Legends. for these artists. So it's not like I went back to, to to music. You know what I'm saying? It's it's always been a part of my life. I've always been writing music. I was telling Ray a couple of weeks ago, my first placement came from HBO's We Own the City. They picked mm. up a record I wrote called Know the Feeling. So I'm able to experience that part of getting placements now in, in films. Yep. Eating off the publishing and, and different things of that nature. So I I love music. So that's what I've been doing. I've been pursuing it along with the acting. Okay, so I gotta ask you a question. You got, you either can win an Oscar or a Grammy. Yeah. Which one do you want? I want that Oscar. So rap is secondary. Rap is because it pays the bills. That's okay, by the way. No. That's, I mean, because <laughs> yeah. look, I'm saying the other one pays the bills. I'm, it's not that the reason why I'm asking is because I when someone mm-hmm. from let me just tell you, as a music guy, and Juju, right. you can weigh in. When someone from movies, mm-hmm. films, or an athlete wants to rap, that's like the kids that live in the suburbs that want to go to the ghetto to hang out with their cousins. It's like, right. why do you right. want to hang out here? Right. And you, got like, you, got a, you got a house yeah. and a yard, and we and, it's, and you like, nigga, it's lit over here, though. It's always some action. Yeah. So that's how music people look at it. It's like... If you walked up to any music exec and said, I'll give you the same amount of power, but you're in Hollywood, most of us will take it. Yeah. Because in Hollywood, we the boss. You know what I think is interesting about the conversation, though? Mac Wilds did the same thing. Yeah. Mac came from music. Yeah. Mac was like, Really? Bro, of Mac's course. first video ever, Cardi B's on a stripper pole dancing behind him. Of course. But Mac Wilds was a Mac kid was- on The Wire. Mac, well, Mac came from. He came from music. It's, first, some, it's sort of like was, my background as well. He came from music. He was doing music. So he first. was trying. So he was, okay. That's what I was. He so was, he doing was trying to do music. Yeah, and, and then, then he acting took off. Acting. Yeah. And then album, which he's still making music. You yeah. Know, and yeah. Because he got sound, he signed to Salam Remy. Yeah. yeah. That's my dog. But I, he, I knew him as Tristan Wilds. You from knew him as Tristan Wilds from the, the, Wire. the Wire. And he was one of my favorite characters because you know sure. he he was just like a real little nigga that was like really yeah, going through struggle. Yeah. He didn't die either. He was killing. Yeah. He was a killer. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't die. He ended up. With, he ended up with with, with 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 not not. You was with Marlo, so you was one of no, those. No no. no no no. He no, ended up with Marlo. You were with Avon. No, I was with Avon. Avon Barksdale. I was with the Barksdale. Yeah, crew. you with the Barksdale. He was with. The, he was with um, yeah. Marlo. So that's the only difference. Marlo took over. He fucked y'all. He ran. And let me tell y'all. Do y'all know I was only supposed to be in the first and second episode of first season? No. I was only supposed, if you notice, if y'all watch The Wire, that first episode, Poop doesn't say anything. Mm-hmm. I'm just with Michael B. Jewell, and I'm yep. with Lawrence Gillier, who played D'Angelo, and I'm yeah. with J.D. Williams, who played yeah. Bodie. Yeah. But David Simon, shout out to him, the creator. Yeah, the you know creator. what I'm saying? Sure. George Pelicanos, uh, Nina Noble, rest in peace to uh, Robert Cosbury. The, these guys seen some energy between us for like, you know what? That works. Trey, you, this is, this is working. Yeah. So, Mind you, all right, The Wire premieres in 2002. Two? I thought it was four. 2002. They just did the 20 over. Shit. Well, it's actually been 22 years. 22 years. It, it is year, but yeah. The Wire premieres in 2002 of June. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I'm a part of, right? Like I said, this is yeah. my first. I'm just like, okay, I don't necessarily know what I'm a part of. I know this is HBO. I know this is big. I, I do know I'm a part of something special because where we were shooting it at, we this wasn't no Hollywood that set. Was really in hood. We was in the, we was in the trenches of Baltimore. It wasn't like David Simon, like a police officer or something like that. That's yeah, how he wrote jur- it. Journalist. Yeah, he was uh, like for I, Baltimore yeah, Sun yeah. and Ed Burns. Yeah, 
did, yes. did the police work. Yeah, because yeah. I, I knew one of the creators of the wire was a police right. officer. That's so, how he knew the. So they had the details. Yeah, the details. So were like the two and the accent, <laughs> right. they kept that all shit. That. Front, they kept <laughs> yeah. it. So so when it comes out, I'm like, all right, you know, it premieres HBO. And mind you, a lot of people, social media wasn't what it is now. Of course not. So this show comes out. All right, first season. I want to say it was like around the sixth episode in the first season where I started getting calls to travel around the country to speak about my experience on the wire. It's like, all right, oh, wow. Trey, this club here want to pay you to come through. And I'm like, what is, what, what is this? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know what I'm, you're doing the same thing you used to do when you used to rap, but <laughs> exactly. now you're just going to pull up, you're going to watch people pop champagne and yeah. they're going to give you a check and you're going to leave. Yeah. So I, I, <laughs> I'm experiencing all of this to be my first experience in, in acting yeah. in Hollywood. So, the crazy thing is, the first season goes. So I'm like, all right, cool. They killed Michael B. Jordan's character. I killed him. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, second season, they probably going to take me out. Second season come, hey, poop, you back. So then we go through second season, and I'm watching some of these characters that I've, you know, came up with on this yeah. show for the first two seasons. I'm watching them get Die. killed off. So I'm like, oh, yeah, they going to kill me <laughs> off. I'm like, all right, third season, they go, man, make a long story short, we end up going... Five seasons in, and I want to make a real point. A lot of people think The Wire was canceled. It was not. No, nah, it wasn't canceled. It ended. It just ended. Yeah, and it ended on a high note yep. to where we're yep. talking twenty two years later about a television show it, it, because it was so detailed. Yeah, it was the kids. It was the journalists. It was the police force. The, the police yeah. force. And then they went to other seasons and they talking about the docs and they gave you every education. Way. They the gave fourth, education yeah. on how media. Yes, media. Yeah. The importance of it. How it died. Homelessness. Like, oh yeah. And yeah. then and then Childish I liked Jermaine. how I like how they showed on the last the maybe um the season with Mac Wilson was on it where they showed the kids kind of where Wayman, I think his name was, or Damon was his name with the long hair. He was kind of the cool kid, but his Wee Bay son. Oh. oh, yeah, Holito, Holito McCollum, Naming. Naming. So Naming was, you know, he was on there. He was kind of the cool kid, and then Mac Wiles was kind of the dirty kid. And then when it's all yeah. said, Wayman is like, I'm, I don't want this life. Yeah. I don't want none. I love how they showed up. The, and then the one kid who was in the crack house who you was cheering for, right. he wanted to be in the crackhead. It's like, damn. Yeah. The arc of the characters on that show, and it's funny that you, you, you already tapping into the arc of our character. Oh, you no, know, it I shows how shit. when you go from. For instance, my character Poop, when you go from the streets to seeing so much stuff happen in the streets, to your homies getting killed, to your homies getting locked up, to you getting sh- almost dying, getting shot at, mm-hmm. it's then the the last episode in the final season, I end up getting a job working yeah. at Foot Locker. Yes. So yes. it's like, we that's you were still so- there, nigga. <laughs> That's why. That's why you pop up somewhere. I'm like, yeah, good. Because I go lie. The one thing, and I don't want to harbor on the wire too much. Yeah, I feel you. But the one thing about the wire that I want people to know is that you really thought you were watching. Yeah. I didn't know y'all niggas was actors. Yeah, you thought. No, nah, facts. It didn't like them niggas was actors. Them like niggas looked like up to a ball ball for real. Just and, like and, you and, can't and tell me Snoop was an actress. Yeah, was oh somebody, no, no, that's that. You had to, that was a girl who that's was gangster. That's and real. That, and that me too in the accent. I'm yeah. like, you can't teach that nigga. That's Baltimore. And right, I what I love about. Y'all's platform here, you know what I'm saying, at the God Show, the Artist Spotlight. I'm going to keep it real because some of these other platforms don't really like for me to talk about how really it was for me being on the show. I was just telling Juju before the interview, I had one foot in the streets and one foot out. What? When I was on The Wire. A lot of people don't even know this story. One foot in the streets, one foot out, meaning, all right, I ain't sell dope, yeah. but I might have been affiliated with who was, 
who was going with that lifestyle. So yeah. whatever came with them, I was with it. It's, it's whatever. You know what I'm saying? So I remember leaving the set. The, the day we had to do that scene with Michael B. Jordan, I remember leaving the set, just coming home, one of my homies' dads just getting out of jail. But we got an issue with the other neighborhood mm-hmm. coming to our neighborhood to do whatever they doing. So make a long story short, a, a physical altercation breakout. And it, it ain't go too well for them. Mm-hmm. But it, it backfired on me. This is after I left the set. Mm. I wake up I wake up the gunshots at 5 in the morning. Somebody shot my car. I'm looking at mom's dad, my sister, all them running down. I said, what the hell are you into? Oh, I'm talking about like my foot in the streets and on the wire. It was like my my art was imitating my real life. Yeah, so that life. moment, I had to make a real decision. Like, mm. okay, the, the, the streets ain't for me. Yeah. You, either, you yeah. either ended up dead. Or, and and I'm, I'm admitting that. Like, yeah. okay, this, this ain't. Yeah, me too. This ain't me. First time you know I got gun put in my head, I was like, nah, I ain't know that's serious. <laughs> no, no, I, I said, <laughs> I, I, said, I thought it was me, like fun. I thought we was just selling weed to get some money. I ain't exactly. no niggas rob niggas for this type of shit. I'm I said, done. I said, let me stay on <laughs> this path mm-hmm. over here. Yeah. Which is what I've always wanted to do. But just that in itself, you know what I'm saying? That's why my message now, just the young people and even, even adults, it's like, look, the streets ain't for you. So, you know what I'm saying? So question, post-wire. Now we at, now we we post wire. Okay. Did you want to go back into like you said you never left music, but what was the what was the process of you putting out music after the wire? Like, did you how did you take your success from being on that level to now say let me equate this to my music? Okay, so what I did, um, and this is going this is going to cover the whole story. After the wire ended in two thousand eight, all right, I'm still making music, right? Hollywood just was not calling my phone. And the and, and and the funny thing with me is with the wire being my first thing, I said, look, I was on the wire. So I'm automatically getting ready. No, it's up. I'm we gone. Up, baby. We gone. We- so I, I I moved to LA. I didn't last in LA for probably six months. Like them agents out there was like, okay, the wire, we some of them never even seen it. So it was just I was like, hold up, this this is how it worked. So what I did, I said, let me, let me regroup. Let me, let me go back to DC. I'm going to rebrand myself. I'm going to use the wire as a stepping stone. And back then, you know, selling your CDs out on the street. I'm walking around with the book bag. I'm like, okay, the music that I have out, I'm going to release it on my own platform. I'm going to get with independent filmmakers. We're going to shoot our own content, and I'm going to sell it out the trunk of my car. So Mm. I was doing things that other celebrities wouldn't dare do. You know what I'm saying? Like back in, in that time. And this was from... The wire into 2008. This wasn't until 2009, 2010 through 2015. So me getting a shot at, you know, rebranding with the music. When I'm putting this music out, you got my OGs like Big Daddy Kane. Hold up, man. I just heard something that you did, man. Look, what you doing right now? I'm like, man, it's kind of tough. You know what I'm saying? This, this acting industry is kind of crazy. I don't know what's happening right now. They not calling. I'm auditioning for stuff. I go on the road with Kane. So that's what kind of like got me back into saying, okay, I'm going to continue to do this music. And then, and then after Kane, it was like a trickle. And I'm talking about Big Daddy yeah, Kane. Of course. So after Big Daddy Kane, it was a tr- like a trickle down effect where I get a call from Rakim. I get the call from Snoop Dogg. I get the call from DMX, rest in peace, to X. X was one of the ones that really fought for me at the Howard Theater in Washington, mm. D.C. To, to be an opening act for him. Mm. So that's what got me back into saying, okay, I must be doing something right because at the at the end of the day, it for me it wasn't even about being signed. Mm-hmm. I'm like I'm making money on the road with them just because 
and and don't get me wrong, they all love the wire, like mm -hmm. you and yeah. Juju, right? So they like they didn't think y'all was actors, man. They I'm like y'all, they, they thought y'all was really street kids. Yeah. I'm telling you, bro, because it was that was a real And we brought and we brought that type of energy to each and every character, if you notice. Yeah. yeah. Like you said, y'all ain't even know we was on there acting for real. Some of it for me was, was You can't tell me that's not really who Weebay is. You can't tell me that nigga ain't. <laughs> man, shout out to Hassan. That's my brother. That's why I love that nigga. Every character yeah. he play, he that nigga. Like, yeah. I'm like, you can't tell me that ain't. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so that so that's what got me back into the music. And um, you know what's so crazy, man? I mean, even even jumping around to now, when I when I think about me still pursuing music, me still being on all these television shows and um I got I got I gotta mention my brother Ray on this one. Please. I, I gotta give him the story. Thank you. Go when, ahead. When, when, I, when I came here, when I came to Ray's office, I, I approached Ray with the same hustle mentality. I just yes. had it in my head like, Ray, man, this this, this is what I'm trying to do, man. I'm, I'm I'm trying to continue this rap career. I'm trying to uh produce my own films. I'm getting ready to do and Ray, he he sat back. This is our first time we met. Like <laughs> we've been following each other yeah, for years, yeah. but this is our first time meeting face to face. He sat, he sat back in his office and he he gave me that little grin, like, you know, he was smiling or whatever. He said, Trey, stop asking for permission. And I said, I'm like, first, I ain't say nothing at first. <laughs> he said, Stop asking for permission. Trey, you a star. Nigga, you was on the wire. I watched the wire. I still watch the wire. Man, you on all these shows, man. Get out there and do what you say you're going to do. And literally, that was, that was like four months ago. Nah, probably maybe six months ago. That was like six months. Because I remember we ran into each other the summer you was filming with Country Wayne at yeah, Atlantic Station. With, uh, yeah. It was the summer. You yeah. came over like the next day. It was about six months yeah. ago. It was, yep. about, it was about six months ago. And from that point on, that's when this whole direct-to-consumer mentality happened for me with creating my brand, ChaneyWay.com. I said, now... I'm taking my brother's advice because sometimes, like I say, everybody needs confirmation mm -hmm. with whatever you're doing. If you, whatever you're pursuing, if you thinking it, and then somebody like a Ray Daniels come up and say, look, man, go do it. Stop asking for permission. It clicked in my head six months ago. I said, I'm going to start my, my company. Well, I already had my company, Cheney Vision Entertainment, but ChaneyWay.com, direct-to-consumer communication. I'm going to put my documentary out that... Undeniable the Trey Cheney story documentary, which Hollywood denied. They didn't even watch it. But I got testimonials in there about never giving up. I got Big Daddy Kane, Kenny Lattimore, you know what I'm saying? Clifton Powell, Vanessa Bell Calloway, all these different people that really been supporting me. Yeah. We support each other. So I put the documentary on it. I put my merch on it. It's custom made. King Hoodie is the hoodies that, you know, wifey designs. And I put the merch on it. You got the wire, hoodies, my book, and everything. And then I said, you know what? I'm going to drop a 21-song album on the joint. And everybody that see me every day, because I'm going to be real, it ain't a day that I leave out my house since 2002 that I don't get recognized for The Wire. And I'm not even being yeah, funny. Not, like, every time I walk outside, every time I walk outside, somebody's like, you you poof on The Wire. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. why when he said poof that first, I said I'd never be able to escape that yeah, name. Yeah, I'm like... I but, can't not see. I don't see Trey. I know you're Trey, but I only see poof, my nigga. But, I'm sorry. But see, that's the crazy thing. So when people... Like Ray and you, when, when I see people in the street, it's like, wait a minute. If they identify with me from this iconic show, and then they like, okay, well, what else you doing? Off the rip, I'm like, here, ChaneyWay.com. Here go my flyer. You know what I'm saying? Matter of fact, hold up. I got the flyer. Hold you, know, you know that makes now, it interesting. Now, but hold on. I, I got I to jump in and say something. Oh, yeah, of course. I got, yeah. I got, I'm going to hold it right here. But let me tell you what okay. makes it interesting is that we have a viral clip of Juju. 
saying that people people over the age of thirty shouldn't rap. Right. <laughs> I said it not no, shouldn't no, rap. No, no, they no, no, start no, no, rapping. No, no. I seen that. No, no. He said. By the way, he put with the show. That, he said, see that. So I'm saying. So, so I'm just saying. How do you feel when people like Juju and I said it also, but not the way he said it. Right. How do you feel when people say rap is a young man's game? I mean, for me, man. I mean, I I look at. I look at all the young men that's, that's doing their thing in rap. And to a certain extent, yeah, you, you can't say rap is a young man's game. But then at the same time, you got to look at artists, you know, like Cole, like Kendrick mm -hmm. Lamar, who I really respect. Um, Drake, I mean, a lot of, a lot of artists that's, that's a little older that's rapping about what they came in the game rapping about, they, they still winning. And, and me, like, I'm, I'm all, like, right now. Hey, look at he can't wait. Look, what, he can't what, wait. Go he ahead. Go ahead. Go so, ahead. So, for clarity. <clears throat> okay. I didn't say people over 30 shouldn't rap. I said you shouldn't start rapping. Rapping, yes. Right? By oh, the way, you did say that, but everybody. I, so, so hold on. So, even beyond that, I think your story is, is more, is interesting, right? And mm -hmm. there's an interesting dynamic to it. And it's almost, it's, it's funny, because I have, I have a little cousin. Yeah. That is a, they call it Gen A now, right? The Gen A's are the new, like. Ten to whatever. Okay. Right? Really? Okay. Yeah. It's another gen. Yeah. Or Gen Z. Like this is it right no, no, after Gen, gen Z. A. It's it's right after gen was we going to go from Z? So yeah. look, they don't know that Ice Cube was a rapper. Wow. They only look at him as a, as an actor because it's they actor. only seen him in yeah in movies. Yes. They, so like I think from your from your standpoint, you start like because you already started rapping. Okay. Which like it's okay. I, said, I didn't know, but you started rapping. Yeah. So you you've already been in the music. You've been indoctrinated in the music. But you also have, you come from a place of having a, already established a brand for yourself. Facts. So now it's like, my question to you is, how do you now take Poop, Trey, put it together, <laughs> put it. have a music career? Because like, well, even outside of that, mm -hmm. a Gen Z doesn't know Big Daddy Kane. Do you want a music uh, career? Yeah. Um. I mean, I feel like I already got a music career. That's my point. Because I'm like, yeah, I feel like I already a music career takes you away from your bread and butter. Which is acting. So I'm like, so I'm like, that's why I asked why do you want to do this? Because, mm -hmm. okay, so we're about to get into the meeting now. By the way, this is the A&R spot. Right, this is the A&R yeah. meeting. It, um, when someone walks in my office or someone wants to play me their music, I'm always, trying to, I'm always trying to figure out their why. And usually if that why isn't relatable, like DMX said, chip on, a, chip on my shoulder that I dare nigga to touch. Like we knew what made him X. We knew what made him want to work, right? I got you. See what I'm saying? So like with Hove, we knew Hove wanted to be the nigga that got money. Like, like, by the way, I always say, I'm like, this is why I think it's hard for second generation kids like mm -hmm. Christian Combs and Damani because people don't believe that you need this. Like yeah. it's not like R&B music. When R&B music, you can just sing because you got mm -hmm. talent, but with yeah. rap, it's like we got to believe that you need this as bad as we need this. And I also don't think it's a young man's game. I think, it, 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 I think that rap, rap is just now maturing into what it is. I always tell people, I'm like, we are in the greatest time of our lives as black people because this is the first time mm -hmm. that our kids and us are listening to the same genre we of music. To the same thing. Yeah. Like, my mom was listening to Luther Vandross and fucking Teddy Pendergrass. I was listening to Rakim when I was a kid. Now my son listens to Kendrick. My son listens to Cole. fucking Cole. My son, mm -hmm. he's 15. He listens to Drake and everything else. You know yeah. what I mean? So it's like, I think it's a great opportunity for us that, but I think it still has to be in why there. Like, so for me, it's like, why would I listen to Trey's music? Like, me being a fan of yours... 
Right. Why do I want to listen to your music when I already enjoy your acting? So, by the way, that's a rhetorical question. Mm -hmm. That's not a, I'm not expecting you to answer that. Right. But what I'm saying is, is that music and music is rap in particular is, is, is rooted in desperation. It's rooted in, I'm trying to get the fuck out of here. I got you. And, you know, you, you, you're doing pretty damn good for yourself. So it's kind of like it ain't going to change your life. That's why I said, do you want yeah. a rap career? Do you just want to drop music? So, so if well, you're in perfect world, how does it? Okay, I'm about to sign you. I'm going to really do it like it's a meeting. And, okay. this, and by the way, you know how we would do this usual. All right, I want to sign you. Why would I invest in you? No bullshit. Why would I invest in you? Shit, he going to be on TV half the time. Nigga, he he gonna give me fifty percent and give them fifty percent, but that's working. They 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 shit is set right. in stone. They gonna make their money because they advertising deals is put in place. I gotta go get my money, which means I need you to go get my money, and you on set. So yeah. if I'm a label, like how do I know you don't have one? Because no art, no label, Juju, weigh in. No label wants to sign an artist with one foot in, one foot out. I got so you. it only works. It, it, it's it's worked recently for only Coco Jones. It worked because. It, it, she came yeah. from, it, but she but I, but but she's a singer. It, it helped. A, it actually helped her career. It helped her career. It did. But she's a singer. She's a singer. So that's why I was, I was about to get to that point. Like literally, I don't. I think from as as a from a rap standpoint, like unless you're taking that Will Smith approach, and it's like yeah. all like it's the world is centered around you and built around you. Yeah, I think it's a whole nother ball game that you, that you get into, and that's he asked a valid question. So is, I'm it, at, is it well? No, nah, that's for me. Like I said, I already feel like I have the career. I have the career in acting, of course. That's what I still do. And I have the career in music. music. And sitting with somebody such as, you know, yeah. you know, like a, a vice president, labeled execs, presidents of, of music companies, my track record on just the of what I'm what I'm already doing for myself, showing that, I mean that that's something that I would What show like what I'm what I'm selling or how I'm selling and and what I'm doing independently for myself and uh, you know just so I'm ask you a question I need you to be honest okay and I'm meeting now this how it goes but I gotta ask you this first okay um are you where you want to be right now in music that's a yes or no question no okay perfect I figured that but you could have flipped it on me I could have that's why I gotta come this way first (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. Why you ain't where you want to be in music? Why do you think you're not where you want to be in music? Because I could have asked you, you know, if I would have asked him that first, you'd be like, who said I'm not? Yeah. Nah, now I'm going to get you. Why do you not think you're not where you want to be in music? Um, well, this is an easy question because I am, I'm known as an actor. I'm known as an actor and I'm doing a <laughs> lot of, I'm doing a lot of work. In the acting, television, and film business, I love this nigga. That's my, this is my, my brother. Right? That's why I'm laughing because I'm interviewing yeah. my brother, but it's funny. Okay, cool. So let me ask you. So okay, so what are you going to do to change that? Because I, I want, like, well, I'm we, not. We want to sign you. Me and Juju, we label exactly. Well, see, but see, thing, but see, the thing is, Ray, I'm not going to say I'm gonna stop doing music. I'm, I'm, no, I'm talking about I'm gonna stop doing acting. Yeah, like I got movies coming up now. But at the same time, but so how see, you gonna promote our music that we put out on you? But see, right, I'm. It's it's kind of it's kind of a, a tricky situation because me being independent as a as a music artist, something that I've already been doing, it's it's attached to you know my my acting career too. So, True, but but say, we go, but, but, but say, see, see, we, we ain't made no money. No, you gotta remember, <laughs> hear me out. But if you say we like, we on the music side, we always worry about how we gonna make our money. Yeah, we know Hollywood gonna get yeah. their money. So if you tell me that you're not in a space you want to be on the music side. But you're not willing to sacrifice what yes, you got on yeah. the acting side. 
it's now my investment has to be like it's gonna be a different type of investment. And, right. and hit now, watch this. And now, then, I'm gonna flip it. Go ahead. By the way, I'm talking as an executive, but I'm really speaking as a fan. Right. Because fans don't want to invest in somebody who's not gonna do the work. Like ain't nothing wrong, ain't nothing worse than being the only fan of somebody. Mm-hmm. Like you don't mind being first, but you eventually wanna see a million people, so you could be like I feel you. Welcome. Yeah. I've been here. But so fans want to invest in you too, but they might not believe that you taking it serious also. That's another thing. Mm-hmm. They might think it's a hobby. So shit, I'd rather focus on investing in your 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 bread and butter than I'm going to take time investing in your hobby. What right. if then you know what I mean? People still begging Lauren Hill for an album. Fans like that shit ain't fans are tired of begging people. Like, damn, don't yeah. make me fall in love, then leave. Well, well, you know what, you know what something something that I uh that I already started, and, and it was another confirmation from you. Because we, we've had conversations For off sure. screen. I've already started putting together my own version of a hip-hop version of Purple Rain. And it's Trey Chaney trying to become a rapper. It's using all my original songs. That's hard. I got all hard. my acting friends in Hollywood. You got an executive smile. You got an executive smile. I got all my executive all my executive actor friends in Hollywood that's, that's going to support me on that. And that's one angle that y'all two would invest in. Absolutely. Absolutely. We both, because we, both can get, we can get anybody in the world in this film. Because now you're being creative and using all your talents. Because uh, t- yeah. I'm glad you said that. Oh, because, because here's the problem. Here's the problem. Here's what I'm going to give you some information on. Go ahead. Yeah, you're going to sweat on the couch. I'm, I'm, oh, yeah, yeah, you're going to sweat. You're going to sweat on the couch. I, mean, he, I just told James, turn the air down. But listen, here's some Wait. shit. It's a hot seat. Here's some shit I got to tell you. Like, you got to look at it from... from my bad, My Jack. Now I'm saying, like, it's, nigga, yeah. I be in this motherfucker sweating, but yeah. what I'm saying is, is that, you know, from, from your perspective, mm-hmm. how, like, as a fan, like, what will make me invest in you as an artist, right? So I got two questions for you. First question okay. is, I ask this to every artist I'm meeting with, give me a song, give me a hit record in the last 10 years that you wish was yours. That if it was your record, you would you heard on the radio and was like, fuck, that should have been my record. You know what joint I really no, um, Lil Dirt when he put out the uh, All My Life record with with Cole. We did that. Oh shit! Oh, oh I'm sorry. I yeah, we did. did curse, curse <laughs> <you out. laughs> we, we did that song. Damn. Okay. Well, you could have no. had that made by now. Yeah. The I, niggas, I, the I niggas love that. that. Is here. We here. This our building. Yeah. I love that record. <laughs> that's crazy. I I did not know that. For real. That's yeah. no. I did not know that at all. Um. So all my life. So you would. So you would. Yeah. So you would have done all my life. Okay, cool. That record is kind of an anomaly. Kind of stands out on its own. Don't get me wrong; it works, but you can't do that record ten times in a row. Mm-hmm. Just be. Am I tripping, Juju? You could jump yeah, in. That's true. Because it's kind of like, damn, this nigga using hook. This nigga using kids on every hook. Because kids on a hook is a cheap code. Yeah. I tell any artist that if you want to cheat the game, put kids on a hook. Because it's 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 when you hear kids sing. It makes Jay-Z a hard, hard knock life. It's, it's a hard knock. You like, already you knew that at, was like, going to go. Yeah, you, when you put kids on a hook, you can't lose. Now, all the people watching, don't have these kids cursing <laughs> to my pop that pussy. I mean, like, <laughs> yeah. you know, like I just got to be honest now. Yeah. Like, God damn, you know, I, I shouldn't have to say that, but I needed to. You gotta, hey, because bro. I can see someone saying, I have my daughter sing pop that pussy because Ray said kids sound. No. Yeah. Having kids sing about things is a, is a cheat code. That's what I'm saying. All right, so that was my cheat code. Man, it's a lot of songs that I love, Give man. And right now, Give they ain't more. even. All my they, life was good, but I want one more just because. If I'm, I'm, by the way, I'm talking like I'm signing you. If I'm signing you, I can't make ten all my life. So I can make one, but I can't make ten. So I need you to give me another one. And even when you say all my life, is it the Dirk part of all my life, nah, or is it J Cole? It's J Cole. It's Cole's part. 
Okay. So, so it's J. Cole on my life verse and the, the hook. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. By the way, that's good. By the way, yeah. I always tell artists, I'm like, you know you've made it when you figured out what what's for you and what's not for you, even if it's dope. Right. Like if you, I could play you a hit and you like, that's a hit, but that's not for me. You've made it as an artist. Because at that moment, you can at least, you at least know what you're looking for and what you're not mm -hmm. looking for. You feel me? So that's why I'm asking you, like, what would, give me one more. Um, Drake, God's playing. Okay, so what I'm gathering and is that's that my you want to make of, positive black music. Yeah. Okay, okay, cool. That's my type of music. And we, we let you off the hook because you know you normally supposed to play a record at the beginning. Of, <laughs> no, 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 no. We want we to go. We want to go. I want to get it. That's my, that's my type of music. Okay, so, so, so do, would you like to freestyle? Would you like to? I know you. I want Juju. I don't know. I'm just asking because we're going to play the music. Or you want to play the music. It's your choice. <laughs> freestyle or the music. You can do both, by the way. All right, play Play one of my records first. Sorry, okay, okay. So, so this record is is if you had one record to play to the world, this is the one. Yeah. And what does it say? What is it about? It's called Never So Dope. See, titles matches you. Play the song. <laughs> play the song, Jake. Play the song. Uh, a roll of beautiful bean footage. <laughs> roll that beautiful bean footage. <laughs> this one for all my real hustlers right here. It's no season. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. I'm not going to you. I just went a little different when I made my I say my prayers in my grave. 
good. <laughs> would you like some? Would you like the, some thoughts? Yeah, I want all the thoughts. By the way, we're gonna give it to you, but you know, you my brother, so I just gotta ask because Juju, you know, we nah, really do trust this. Trust me, man. Go I ahead, love, Juju. Let's I go. love thoughts. What'd you think? So I rock with it. I just think. <laughs> nah, I think that there's a you have a you make boom bat rap. So yeah. you know what boom bat rap is, right? Of course. Yeah, for sure. That so, type of So you make so I think there is a space for that, right? Mm-hmm. And even how you say, like, I get it now when you say, I went on the road with Daddy Kane. I went on the road with, like, yeah. like Big Daddy Kane. Like, like I, I get it. Yeah. I also think that you're not, I don't think that you, I'm trying to figure out how to word this properly. Because yeah, <laughs> they already think I'm an asshole. <laughs> no, you, no, you so, good. You good. So, so I'm not, I'm not, I'm just real, like, real transparency. I think that you have a, you have something there, but it's more so, like, you got to find your, your people, right? And I it's like, you. when I say find your people, like, you're not going to get a Gen Z listening to this. You're not going to get, like, you're not going to get, Atlanta's not your market. There might be, like, a, a like, there's, like, it's cypher music. It's, it's. I got you. It's, so, like, I think, and that that's the part where it's, like, in finding your, how, how you're getting to that next point in your career. Yeah. It's finding your tribe. Uh, finding my people. Can I jump finding in? Finding my audience. Okay, so here's the problem. Here's, here's, so. Now I'm going to read, based, now I'm going to act like we're not brothers, and I'm going to tell you everything that I know that you're doing right and wrong. So here's the problem. The good part is that it's great that you open up from Big Daddy King. It's great you open up for the guys you open up for. Here's the problem. Mm-hmm. None of their fan base is there is looking for new people to support. Right. Right. right? So you're opening up for an audience that's like, nigga, where's the, we want to hear classics. We don't want to hear nothing new. That's why they're there, first part. So you have, second part is, I think what you're doing wrong is, and I say this so respectful, please understand what I'm saying. You're trying to be cool. Don't try to be cool. Like, mm-hmm. Andre 3000 not trying to be cool. He's right. just being Dre. You're speaking to the cool audience, saying, I never sold dope. And it's like, that's lame to them. Because mm-hmm. it feels like you're trying, right? So it's a few things that you got to do for you to go where you want to go. And we talked about this, but I'm going to yeah, do yeah, it here. Yeah, for sure. So the first thing you got to do is you got you to figure out how to make what you do cool, right? So I think the master at that is Kendrick, right? The, and right. The, Big and, crit. Well, I'm going to say Crit, master. Yeah. Oh, master. I love Crit, but I'm just saying master because Crit, we know his music, but KG might not know five Crit songs, right? But I know KG right. knows five Kendrick songs. Jen might not know five Crit songs, but I know she knows five Kendrick songs. But I, I, I say the reason, and, you know, I gave you Crit? Yeah. Because I think, too, there's a, so you have to set expectations, right? Kendrick right. is sitting down with, Kendrick is sitting with 30 musicians. No, no, but, He's but, but, with, but even, even if that's the case, you. but hit me out. But, but that, that's, that's a little unfair because he didn't start that way. He's he doing that now, fair, but he didn't fair. start that way. But what I'm saying is, is that mm-hmm. Kendrick found a way to talk to his audience without outcasting another audience that they think is cool. Okay. So when you say I never sold dope, you're outcasting the niggas that sold dope, right? And they like, nigga, I probably, most niggas might be like, I only sold dope because I had to, right? Yeah. So you have to find a way to say, you have to find a way to say, this is who I am. So even the dope boys is like, well, shit, that's who I am too at times, right? So when you say yeah. I never sold dope, it might be I never sold dope, but I sold one, two, three, four, five, six, seven other things. Now niggas like, oh, he hustled. But then the never sold dope line is not something that we harbor on. It's a line that introduces what you never did, but then you give us stuff that you did, and that could be the mind of a hustler, right? So when Mm -hmm. when Rick Ross does Every Day I'm Hustling, he didn't say Every Day I'm Hustling, but I don't sell crack. Because now I'm listening. I'm like, we all, even if you're working at McDonald's, you feel like you're hustling, Mm -hmm. right? So when you're saying you can't outcast cool niggas, 
because what's happening is is that you're you're and because you're black you're from the hood and it's kind of it's almost yeah. look like you're looking down on them but that's where the boom boom cap come from right the boom bap come from so you have to find a way to to tell your story in a way where it's like like jay-z he a street nigga right mm-hmm. but he wants to make a girl song so what does he say I can't see it comes coming down my eyes, so I gotta make the song cry. I can't cry, but I'll make the song cry. Yeah. Right? So he found his lane, that way where he could be like, if I can do that, but I'm gonna do it my way. So I know you about positivity. By the way, we want positivity, but the problem is positivity is wrapped in positivity. Mm-hmm. And anything positive feels lame to kids. Right. Doing the right thing is lame to kids, right? Do the right thing is lame, right? So you gotta find a way to talk about what you do. So you could say, you might say, I never sold dope, but I sold CDs out my trunk. Never sold dope, but I sold my motherfucking da da da. So now niggas like, well, shit, that's another option. Yeah. It's really hard to make it in music because artists always feel like the message matters. The message doesn't matter more than the song. Mm-hmm. The song matters first, message second. So I give you an example. Um, what's that song? Let me see you walk, walk, walk. Right, right, right. Nigga, that song he dissing wheelchair Rolling Ray. <laughs> He was dissing a nigga in a wheelchair. Exactly. He was dissing a nigga in a wheelchair. Like, oh, bitch, you could talk. Let me see if you could walk. Like, if America knew that, (laughs) do you think they would have been supporting that record like that? Facts. No, the song matters more than the message. That shit was a bop, too. It was a bop. That's what I'm saying. It was catchy. So, we didn't even, by the time we heard it and liked it, we it was like, oh, he's dissing the nigga in the wheelchair? That's the most disrespectful shit. That's more disrespectful than hit him up from Tupac. Tell a nigga in a wheelchair, let me see you walk. But, Point you make is, a melody that, of it. But the po- me- exactly. Great point. Melody, he made a melody of it. So my mm-hmm. thing to you is, is we have to sing it first without knowing that what we're singing. It's like how many we all are adults here. How right. many songs have we heard as kids, as adults, that we was like, we were singing that as kids? We didn't know what we were singing. We were singing what we yeah. we didn't know. We I know the singing. song was in third grade, but I damn show something thong. Song. Yeah, like we oh didn't know. I knew God. what it was, but I'm we saying I'm older than you. Was, but I'm saying yeah, no. Yeah. But, but what I'm saying is that I didn't know. Like when when the Ozzy brother said, I never forget. I'm in the car, my mom, and and I'm like 13, 14, and they was like coming on strong, coming on strong, oh and I remember my mom God. friend said. Them niggas was nasty. And I remember thinking, I'm 13, I'm like, what the fuck is nasty about coming on yeah. strong? What the fuck is that? I was a kid though, I don't know, right? So you have to remember, you have to wrap the, the, the you have to wrap the vegetables up mm-hmm. in candy paper, right? I feel you. Right? Because people ain't gonna do that. So that's the first thing. And then we talked about this, but you have to figure out a way to make your message cool and not a message against the cool. Right. Because you're gonna lose an entire audience of people. Cause there's some niggas out there that kids did are more dope. receptive. They don't feel like, like you're preaching to them. Like 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 yeah. Kanye did the college dropout. Like it was like how many niggas dropped out of school that oh, I'm a college dropout, right? Where it's like you okay. can relate to it. You know what I'm saying? So he didn't he didn't and then even oh, it's so crazy because I was listening to his album and I'm like even though he's the college dropout, he still says drug dealing just to get by, stack your money till it gets sky high. Yeah, yeah. And then what he said, kids say, kids say, yeah. we weren't supposed to make it past 25. Facts. Jokes oh, on you, we still alive. Yeah. Throw your head. It's like, bro, he understood I'm not the drug dealer. Mm-hmm. So when he talked his stories, he told his truth the best way he did. That's why I love him so much because what nigga makes a song about Jesus? What nigga makes a song like about his, like Jay-Z where he's like my big brother. He's like, he always was transparent, right. but he always made transparency cool. I feel you. And you have to find your path to making that transparency cool. And I'm, it's not hard, by the way. And that, the cheat code is wrapped in melody. The cheat code is wrapped in melody. So here, now, now that I talk about that, now let me tell you about the song. 
you rap too long. Yeah, right? <laughs> and, and, and when you're rapping that long, you're losing us, right? So you got to remember, it's 175,000 songs uploaded a day. Mm-hmm. Nigga, I'm giving everybody 15 seconds. So in that 15 seconds, if you don't give me something that I could grab to, you better try to find 15 more seconds later and maybe I'm, I catch it then. But you got to yeah. rap it in fucking a hit. I got you. That's why the, when All My Life came out, that was a, All My Life, by the way, we get records released all the time. Well, all my life came out. That was the first time I had people texting me congratulations the day it dropped. It was like, congratulations, <laughs> yeah. that's going to be yeah. a number one record. I'm like, okay. But for me, it was like, dog, we just, we just playing our game, running our race. But mm-hmm. it, was a, it, was, it, was, it was really written for Nicki Minaj, by the way. People don't know that. All my life was written for Nicki Minaj. Yeah. Oh, wow. And we had it on hold for Nicki. And then, and then Dirk well, hold it and asked for it. Let's keep it going. <laughs> but yeah. no, nah, it was it was it was it was a Nicki Minaj record. But back to what I was saying, you have to find a way to make what you do cool. Kanye made being a college dropout cool. Mm-hmm. Talib Kweli, he really didn't make being a backpack rapper cool, mm-hmm. right? Kanye said he was the center of street rap and backpack rap. What are you? Describe you in one sentence. I'm a breath of fresh air. That could be a fucking big uh, uh, a natural body woman walking in the room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, nah, man. I mean, that's 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 See what I'm I feel. Though, when what's you your music about identity? No, what's your music? About? Yeah, who like like what does your audience look like? Who's who's discovering your music? That's the that's first thing artists got to figure out. Who's discovering my music? Because once you know who's discovering it, now you know now we know where to put it. Right. Like who's discovering it? Right. And usually that's wrapped in the title: the college dropout, hard knock life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's dark and hell is hot, ready to die. Like all eyes on me. The titles, some titles say exactly right. what it is. Yeah. Well, I'm learning. I'm I'm learning from y'all right now, and that's what the conversation is is about. And every time I talk to you, mm-hmm. something something happens. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Because I'm good at taking. I'm good at taking direction and, mm-hmm. and saying, okay, what I need to do to go back to make this happen to make this happen. I'm still. I got my own type of formula of how I work and how I do. Music, yeah, but at the same time, the the education mm-hmm. that, that y'all have as far as like the the business of it. And what what that's what I'm saying, but it's not the business of it; it's the people of it. Yeah. See, that's mm-hmm. a see that's a that's a mistake that most artists make. They be so busy worrying about what the people in the business think. Mm-hmm. The people in the business only chase the people, right? So they they don't give a fuck if you talk about killing your mom. As long as it makes the money, they don't give a fuck. So fuck the business. Let's leave yeah. it at that. Yeah, the business that. is just the ecosystem. The people want you to give them something. The breath, the breath of fresh air should be the record. That should be the record. You should have a record called Breath of Fresh Air. Where you talking about like I'm like I'm the nigga that didn't so dope. I'm the nigga that took this route. You see what I'm trying to say? Absolutely. You take a statement. You want to play something else? Well, this next record that I'm gonna play. Go ahead. Let me let me tell y'all what happened. This is the record that got picked up on HBO's We Own the City. We Own the City. It's called One of a Kind. But as an artist. I was approached to make a certain type of record for that particular scene. You know what I like to tell artists? What? <laughs> you can't explain your music to yeah, the fans. No, listen listen no, 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 no. It's a, no, you can explain it to me. By the way, I'm letting you explain it to me, but I always tell artists, <laughs> this, I, I ain't never went to Spotify and hear the song and the artist said, this song, so guys, before you listen, I made <laughs> no, this no, record. No. He gives you liners. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> liners. No, no, listen. So, no, don't, so just remember so that you listen. But I got to give y'all the whole, the, I got to give y'all a backstory to it because it is a story to it. Okay. I got approached. This is the song that they picked. They said, Trey, this fits well for this strip club scene. So I said, all right, bet. I wouldn't play this song. Can I tell you why I wouldn't play this song? Because I just played Never So Dope. No, no, because 
a song that wasn't made in your voice should not be considered. If you're making a song for a scene in a movie, that's not your voice. That's bitches shaking ass, throwing this. But you'll be like, if that movie doesn't tell you to make that scene, that yeah. song, you don't make it, right? Or do you? You wouldn't have made this record if it wasn't for the movie. Yeah, I would have made it. I would have made it. It, it was it was already my record. I, but they wanted <laughs> they, they, they wanted some they wanted this type of record. And this is a and record. You had it already. I, this I is the record question. that I go had ahead, already. Go ahead, go Go ahead. Is this the one that you're going to hang your hat on and say, all right, this is my introduction to the world? If this was your moment now to say, this is my introduction to the world, is this the one you hang your hat on? Yeah. I'm, I'm, got, I'm saying, my, I'm, my second question. I got a second question. Go ahead. I'm saying, yeah, because I ain't asking for permission. Boom. Okay. <laughs> I'm doing okay, it. Okay, I'm, just, I'm, now, putting, I'm putting what I put out. We don't know who's going to like it. Now, here's my question. <laughs> now, here's my question. Is it talking to the same exact audience that never sold dope talk to? Yeah. Okay, let's play it, it then. It it guys, it wasn't on me. He said it. I just said, let's go. It is. I mean, listen to it. <laughs> no, nah, let's go. I bet. This record um, is called One of a Kind, and I already had this record uh, from a crazy, wild experience in ATL. And the perfect situation, opportunity presented itself at HBO. They cut me a nice check for this record for a scene. I said, I got the perfect one. It's called One of a Kind. I'm about to get your ass, I, right? Yeah, I know y'all, but I, I know what you're about to say. But uh, hold up. Let me say something first. Y'all going to say something about the Never So Dope album that played first. No, 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 no. And that ain't what I'm about to say. I'm about to say. Two. Oh. Check, check. Check, check. Check, check. Is it mine? It's me. Check, check. 
Yo, yo, yo. We're back. I bet. Let's check, go. check. I'm good. Okay. Let go. Running man on that hoe. Let go. All right, we we back. All right. Juju just said he's about to get me. <laughs> I want to hear what he got to say because I my, go ahead. Okay. It sounds like you've been acting, right? And the reason I say that, you made it sounds like sync music. Yes. It sounds like you made that song just for a scene on the show. Yeah, it sounds like, like someone who's not really from strip club culture trying to make a strip club culture song but because like you know i mean you know we make a strip club song like you'd be like pop that pussy baby bands will make like, a nigga, dance nigga, it'd be, it'd be like, make a, nigga be like dirty nigga you know, that, you, and that was the cleanest strip song shake that ass young lady and make it twerk <laughs> like it's like hold on what this nigga, this too nice. it was like it was like you went to the strip club with the with the part of the cast, and you was like, "Hi, right, we had a great night." Yeah. But you didn't get to go meet Mr. Magic. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you didn't get to hang out with yeah, Mr. Magic, yeah. and he didn't bring all the like. Not he didn't a, bring it, the emotion to it, you. It sounded like they played it at a club, and the strippers knew this nigga just paid the DJ. Okay, like it's like, oh, the DJ just got paid to play that, like, cause this ain't this. And the reason why I say that is because mm-hmm. strip club music is, is I don't, don't want to say, is it only vulgar? Dream? No, would you say you it's got, only, you got, vulgar? only vulgar. You got is it only vulgar? Would you, you say it's know. only vulgar? <laughs> When I get home, yeah. diamonds on me dancing. Uh, fucking bands will make a dance. Like you can go down like it's there's, oh yeah, there's yeah but bands make a dance. That shit was vulgar. Oh yeah, yeah you say no to ratchet pussy juicy J K nigga. Racks everywhere. I was like nigga, it was it yeah. was that was ratchet. Like I was, like mo- when I think of a strip club anthem, I think ratchet to Facts. me. Like I don't, I mean, you know, I don't. Do they play bands make a dance in a regular club? I don't even know. That should just feel like it's like it's, it's only for strip clubs. It's yeah. just so dirty. But my thoughts would be, it didn't sound like the same person that sold never so dope. Um, it sounds like damn, Juju, damn, Juju, you just took the words in my mouth. It sounds like actor. It sounds like I can make all these records the same way as like I can act like all these characters. By the way, that's why songwriters have it so hard making it as artists. Because if I if you can write a song for ten different people, then you start thinking you all ten of those people. Like, I could do that. I wrote that, but nigga, we don't want that from you. So my thing, I wouldn't want that record from you, knowing you. I would ask if I heard this record, yeah. I would get mad at you. I'm like, they got him. <laughs> they made him yeah. do it because yeah. I, I feel like you are a, a, a beacon of light for young brothers that want to rap and doing it the right way. I got it. You. Just got to be done the way where they don't know it's the right way. It's like. The worst thing you can do is tell someone they're doing something positive. It's like, I don't do goddamn positive. I'm just doing it because I wanted to. You know what I'm saying? Like, it almost feels lame in yeah. rap culture, right? You know what I mean? Like, Dirt, Lil Dirt couldn't came out with All My Life is his first record. Exactly. You know what yeah, I'm saying? It, it, it was kind of like a dude from the trenches trying something else. So that's what I would say. But it didn't sound like the same person. Mm-hmm. But I think that you have to find, I think that you rap too much. And you're doing this thing I always say that rappers do, where it's like, let me show you what I could do, yeah. and the fans don't care about that. Like, okay. it, but that's that's also comes from you by you doing like you being mastering another profession, like you mastering acting. I think now that, that you're trying to rap, like most people who over rap are trying to basically like say, nah, nigga, you forgot I can rap. Like, no, nah, bro, yeah. I get it exactly. Most rappers that they, they want that's what I'm saying. I want you to show. No, I'm I rap. rap. You know, I don't think no one cares. It happens with athletes right. too. Athletes do the same shit. They'll come and be like, knock nah, a rap. And the first record you hear, you like. Nigga, okay, you didn't have to give me 64 bars. I don't give a fuck. Nobody, no, they want to listen to you because you made a song that they can relate to. They want to listen to you because you made something that they connected to. That's what they want from you. They don't mm-hmm. want, like, I don't think you have to impress anybody. Right. I just think you have to give them something 
Like, nigga, I would make a song called Acting. I ain't try. I'll make a song called Act Up. Act Up, nigga. Like, I would just use, I'm being honest. Like, for me, it's like, yeah. because it's like, it's right, like, your uh, ideas don't go unnoticed. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I was like, nigga, don't, don't let that, don't let this act fool you. You know what I'm saying? Just shit make niggas see that you're a real nigga. Because what you have to do is separate Trey Chaney, the actor from Trey Chaney, the rapper. Yeah. You have to. If you don't want to be like a Nick Cannon. By the way, it's nothing against Nick Cannon. I fought with Nick. Yeah. But I don't think we've separated Nick from anything he does. Everything feels the same to us. Like, it's like Wild and Out feels like his movies, which feels like his music. feels like all those things. So it's all connected. So it's like, we don't want to go to his concert. We don't, we don't want to go to his stand up be kind of like a jack of all trades that just knows how to bring it together okay right but that he he's playing the ep role that's his role he's not playing the talent role he's playing the guy of a talent role you're playing the talent role yeah why you still want to know you why do what's your why why you i still want to know why why do i want to rap why should we listen to you we know why you want to rap. We know everybody <laughs> want to rap. But we ask you, why should we listen to you? Well, my thing is, like I said, everybody got a story, right? And millions of people got stories. But I feel like my story can be, and my raps can be. I'm going to make it easier for you because I'm here to help you. It's a guy and a girl riding down the street in the drop top. They're playing your first song you played. What kind of car they in? How old are they? Yeah. Where they going? What is your fans? Tell well, us. But that's my thing, right? I'm I'm still I'm still in that process of honing in on my real fans. I know the demographics of the people. No, this is like AI. We just making it up. This is a commercial for your music. If you have me, me and Juju you gonna pay for a commercial for your music. We're gonna put a couple in the car playing your music, go where they going, what they look like, what it what it is. All right. So my fan base now, and I'm I'm telling you what they look like. They probably between the ages of 25, 25, 35. Okay. They're in a nice car. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I ain't even going to say it might be a Bentley or a Rolls okay. Royce or nothing like that, but they in something nice. And um, they, you know, they into, they into the positive, uplifting, enlightening hip hop. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you a fan base. I don't start at 25 then. Mm-mm. What do you start? 25 years. I had broke at 25. 25 is out here fucking. Yeah. <laughs> they fucking. They ain't trying to well, live. No. Well, my fan base start at 30. Yeah. I would yeah. say, and, and the reason I say 30, because you, you got career. <laughs> you got people who are in their career. They're starting families. They're, they're trying yeah. to actually walk the straight, the straight path. So. No, and, that, and, and I'm going to be honest. That might be the music. It's, it's, that's it's, me. It's that's, the music. It's the, the music that I play. It's, it's the music that I play and it causes my kids because I don't want them to hear negative music. Facts. That's not enough time, though. I don't have, I don't mean, I ain't even call my kids that goddamn much. I am, but not like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that's my point. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, like, it's like, it's clean rap. It's clean, good rap, but it's like, right. the re- I'm asking you this because if you could visualize that or have the answer to that, then you know who to aim for. Mm-hmm. My fan base, yeah. Yeah. Do you know how to aim? You know where they at? Where to find them? Right now, nah, Ray. I'm finding it. I'm finding it all out. No, I'm with. No, I'm, that's <laughs> the point of our spotlight. We here to help you, but I'm just yeah. like, these are the thoughts you have. Put like this. We help you try to. This is the thought. This is the thought process you have. If you apply for the next three to four or five months, you're gonna be like, "Woo, I got it." Facts. Yeah, and I'm listening to y'all now, 
with the information, which is, you know, new information to me because the way that I'm doing it, when I see, when I am seeing people support, now I'm looking at maybe they might be only supporting because they like, okay, we fans of who the guy from the wire yes. is. Or say the center is. Or, or, or yes, the movie. But even yes. if, that, if that be the case, it's like, okay, you can still go make like your pen, your penmanship now, you can write a whole record about a day in the life of Poop. You can write a day in the life of transitioning yeah. from being Poop to straight Trey. Yeah, it's tapping into my, into who I am, into who my audience is. Yeah, I got it's, you. It's just transparency. People, when people rap, they make them, they make the superhero version of themselves. It's like, like, when they rap, they want you to look at them like, every other day I grab a brand new car. Like, they say things that's like, that's that's superhero version of themselves. Um, that There's too much in the ecosystem now. Now, you just need to attract people like you. And the only way I think you get there is by being transparent. Mm-hmm. Even if you said, I want to rap, but I don't want to sell my soul. I want to rap, but I don't, not at the cost of hurting my wife. Even if you said that, that's relatable. That's like, damn, that's real. Dog, I, I, I'm telling you, I only use Jay because he is the mo- probably the most transparent. But when he said, mm-hmm. when he says Kanye West is the guy who wanted to be with the cool guys, but he knew he wasn't cool. And then he got cool and realized he didn't want to be like the cool guys. Right. So when he says, it seems we all live in the American dream, but the people highest up got the lowest self-esteem. The ugliest mm-hmm. people do the, we well, said the prettiest people do the, the ugliest, ugliest thing things, on yeah. the road to rich. Like, if you're a regular nigga, that made you feel good about yourself. I know it made me feel good about myself because I'm like, that's true. Fact. They are doing ugly things and I'm not willing to do ugly, ugly things to be up there. So it becomes like, I'm going to go build my own fucking world. Is what, is what he did. So for you, you have to just build your universe. And it could be movies. It could be your family. That's why I love following you. You beautiful family. You know, you always with your wife. It's all that stuff. It could be that. You just got to make that cool. Make that cool. Jay and Beyonce make made it cool. Yeah. The, 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 listen, the number one currency in music is cool. Ooh. That's our number one currency. That's where Denzel Washington gets paid to play people. But that's where the Mick whole, Jagger that gets whole paid to be from, Huh? That's where the 30-year-old rappers came from. Exactly. Generally, 30, generally, once you hit over 30, you're not creating cool. Yeah. See, I'm still cool as a motherfucker cool right now. And you're taking the, no, <laughs> you're taking the cool and you're going to lose you're, that shit. You're making the cool. Like, you're literally recycling the cool that you found. Exactly. From the other kids. So, so, so the key yeah. to music is cool. You, ha- you understand. It's a few keys, but you know who you are. Mm-hmm. Check. You know what you want to do and what you don't want to do. Check. Now you have to figure out how to do it for the people who are like you that want to hear it. Right. Okay. That's what you have to figure out. How to do it. Right. And the people to do it with. That's, how, that's it's like, dog, it's really simple. Music is easy, bro. We make it hard because we're chasing rather than just being. Mm-hmm. Don't chase, be. No, I feel you. <laughs> I got you, yeah. Okay. No, I feel you on that. And um, like I said, the information that I get from... From people that really been, you know, really been doing this on, on both sides. Cause mm-hmm. you, you've been on, yeah, you've been on those sides. So I know what I'm, what I'm listening to, like from y'all. I know the the type of, um, and I said this for to myself too. Like just making music and putting it out there, I do got to tap into Trey Cheney's. I know how to blow you up. I know how to blow you up. You should be an acapella rapper. I know it sounds crazy, but just hit me out. Like, 
Think about it. Like, imagine him going in front of a crowd of people. Because that's what that's also hurts music. People, rappers don't know music hurts them also. Because music drowns out the message. Imagine him going upstairs, uh, up there on some, like, poetic, poetry. deaf comedy, deaf poetry, but spitting real shit. Like, nah, I don't want to sell dope. I want to be with my best. Like, shit that'll make all this, like, yes! Nigga, I would do that. Because it's not like you're not a, you don't have penmanship. It's not like you can't rap. We know you can. It's, that's nothing. You're trying to figure out how to make a song. Mm-hmm. But I'm telling you, in the meantime, I will go do performances. So Big Daddy Kane got me open up. Don't play no music. Fuck performances. If you want to start getting and tapping into a younger demographic, get on TikTok, niggas. Do the same shit on TikTok. Yeah, but not only that, but I do acapella. Yeah. Like, rap, like, dog, it's so easy. It's so easy. You just got to figure out your lane and stay in it and don't get out of it and own it. Facts. <laughs> nah, that's serious. Nah, man, I'm telling you. I, um... I appreciate that, you know, and I appreciate the information because it's it's what, you know, when y'all give me information like this, it doesn't do nothing but add more fuel to the possibilities of where that could go. Yeah, and Ray, I'm going to be honest, it, it hasn't been nothing that you've told me since, we, since we've been knowing each other. I mean, because you're my brother, but yeah. at the same time, you're like, I want to see you win. Yeah. So even with, like I said, six months ago with the whole transition into – you know, creating my own content, putting it on, giving it a home at ChaneyWay.com. It's, mm-hmm. it's worked. It's yeah. working I know it is. You know bro, what I'm saying? Bro, you, people you, want to see you win. Yeah. Like, you a good yeah. dude, talented dude. My goal is just to help you see how. Because, nigga, if you figure that out, the rest of the world is easy. Because one hit changes your life. Mm-hmm. You're just finding your hit. Your hit could be a meme. Your hit could be... Uh, 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 like he said, a TikTok video. Right. Another thing is that it doesn't always have to be wrapped in making a song and putting it out. Sometimes it could be just be I wrote this shit, like, like I'm t- like yo. It could be something like you just come to the bed, like yo. I ain't gonna lie, I'm tired of niggas disrespecting women. I love my woman. Boom, and it's, you know, boom, boom, and you just rap a verse. How many chicks have share that shit? More of that energy, yeah. bro. It's it's interest in the person. You want people to be interested in the music. It's not. It's not. It's too much music out there. It's too much. I got to be interested in a person. And yeah, I feel you. People don't watch the God Show because it's called the God Show. People watch the God Show because of the people on it. Mm-hmm. Never forget that. So you just got to figure that part out. Once you do that, bro, you got it. What's up? <laughs> well, I, I believe in you, man. I just, because yeah. this nigga, is, he really wants it. <laughs> nigga show up to my office yeah. back to back days. Like, <laughs> I changed that verse. <laughs> so I know he wants it, but it's like, yeah. you got to just find a way to, it's just messaging, man. It's the messaging. I feel you. In the meantime, while we while I'm trying to find that way, y'all make sure BMF season two. Oh, you're on BMF too. It's, yeah, so I'm saying? on BMF. I ain't even mentioned that yet. Got a lot of shit you selling, BMF. man. Nigga <laughs> <laughs> selling yeah. BMF, nigga yeah. selling music. Like we can pick. And here's the thing. <laughs> One if we pick, we supporting you. One if we pick, we supporting something that you're a part of. Facts. Yeah. We watching BMF, we watching BMF, but we hear your music, we hearing your music. You gotta sure. even if it's that. Bro, this shit is so easy. I don't give a fuck if it's you rapping to your kids yeah. about school or rapping to your kids about, like, even, I know it sounds crazy, but there are no rules in rap, bro. The only, but niggas, street niggas, politics, street politics control it, and they can't control it all. And by the way, call me, hit me. Yo, Ray, I'm thinking about doing like this. I'm going to tell you yes or no. This ain't no, by the way, Trey will tell you, this ain't no yeah. cap. This ain't no we talking to him because of the show. This is no, genuinely when I meet artists, all artists. So, you know, if you want to be on the artist spotlight, reach out to us. You know, hit at, it's Jack Dan's or DM Jack Dan's or me or whatever. But yeah, I better get ready to get in the motherfucking hot seat. 
So what can <laughs> we expect from you before we wrap up? What can we expect from you going forward in the next? Like if I'm if I'm a person that watched this interview and I'm like, mm -hmm. babe, I want to support this dude. I want to I want to hear his new music. What can I look forward to? <laughs> what could y'all look forward to as far as music? Next twelve months. Well, as, as far as music, y'all can look forward to me putting out a a, a lot of songs. Y'all gonna hear a lot of songs on different shows as well. Um, that um that I've already written that I'm writing currently writing right now. That's gonna speak to a certain audience, and also my my movies. Like I said, I'm I step behind the camera now as an executive producer on a couple of films that I'm putting out in the, in the next year, mm -hmm. 12 months. You know, I asked you about music and you went right to movies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, let me see. By the way, if yeah. I was the CEO of the label, that's yeah. a red flag for me. Talk about the music. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, y'all just can expect more, more songs. I'm putting out more records. I'm putting out more videos. And that's what the people going to see in the next 12 months. Are you excited after what he just said? I don't know Anybody if they're excited. I, I don't know if they're excited. I, I, I'm, I'm interested to see. No, 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 no. That ain't exciting to me. I'm going to put out more songs. Y'all get more songs for me. Nah. I'm putting out an EP. It's called This. It's that. It's going to be for this. It's going to be that. But this is the thing, though. You ain't got right, that yet. I get yeah, it. Yeah, I don't have it yet. Right now, I just have the album but you on ChaneyWay.com. But, but you said something that we all reacted to in this room. You said, I'm going to make my own Purple Rain. That's right. something we could have looked forward to. Yeah. That's something we could have been excited for. I am, I am doing... But see, Ray, I mentioned that. I, I didn't know you no, were saying. No, I want to hear about but that. That's yeah, incredible. Well, no, that's that's definitely what I'm doing right now. I'm creating my own hip hop version of Purple Rain, but I'm taking it from a perspective of Trey Chaney trying to become a rapper. That's what Purple so, Rain was about. So it's using my original songs, and I always I like to like like related to y'all remember when Martin did the show. I mean, he used his own name, but of course he said he was from Detroit or whatever. Yeah. But this is going to be. Trey Chaney from Washington, D.C., traveling around, putting out records, performing, and getting, like I said, certain actors and actresses that's going to be a part of it's going to be big. Okay. Well. So that's, what, that's, what I, that's one of my main goals right there for the next year, for the next 12 months. Okay. I'm putting that out. If you need any help, you know I got you, my brother. No, for sure. Yeah, I'm coming to you. You're you going to have to play like a, a, a Big Red in it or something. I'm, <laughs> you you know, I'm down. I'm act. down. Play Big Red. My office hours. Yeah. Nine. You have to yourself. Top five. I got, and I want to shoot some stuff here too, man. Of course. I mean, this me is. Sukasa, and that's genuine with me, man. Well, listen, man. We appreciate you. Thank you, uh, This is an interesting version of the Artist Spotlight because obviously you are a famous actor. Thank you. And, you know, there are going to be a lot of artists who are pissed watching this. Like, how the fuck? Why well, they put him on there? He did it. I'm really, I'm really him. If they just give me a chance, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just DM us, man. Stop complaining, <laughs> but come right for real. Because if you really are him, you will be him. Facts. Stop getting mad if nobody see it. Nobody see it because you ain't it. Go be it. Go be it. Don't I ain't act. never seen a nigga be cool, and nobody realized he was cool. Don't, nah. act, don't ask for permission. Don't ask for permission. Ask for yeah. forgiveness. <laughs> well, listen, guys. This is our spotlight. Shout out to my brother, Trey Chaney, uh, a.k.a. for me, Poop for the Wire. But I know y'all probably know from every other thing, but this is my nigga, Poop. Poop. I never escaped the name. What? And this is the Artist Spotlight. Shout out to my cousin Juju. My, I guess he brother Juju. Uh, and we out. <laughs> Peace. Yeah.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.